0: Welcome to another episode of Coach Pep Talk, the podcast for people who run their own coaching businesses. Each week, I talk to an expert who shares wisdom that helps us be better coaches and better coaching business owners. This week, I've got Michelle McGuire on the line and she's talking to us all about how to use Instagram to grow your coaching business. So I'll see you on the other side. Coach Pep Talk is proudly brought to you by Life Coach Office, your one-stop shop for managing your coaching business completely online. Life Coach Office is perfectly suited for the single coach coaching business who needs a resource library, classroom, and client files all online, easily accessible by you, the coach, and all of your clients. The best way to know if Life Coach Office is a good fit for your coaching business is to give it a try. You can try Life Coach Office for free for seven days, and all you need is an email address to sign up. You can try it at lifecoachoffice.com. I am honored to introduce today's guest, Michelle McGuire of Bossy Girl Media. She is my go-to expert in generating leads with social media. I love the way Michelle approaches it by spreading good karma, fun, and entertainment, and growing your business at the same time. Today, I've got her on the line and she's telling us all about how to get the most out of Instagram to grow your coaching business. Hello, Michelle, and welcome back to Coach Pep Talk.
1: Thank you so much for having me back. It's awesome to be here. I had such a good time last time. I'm looking forward to this.
0: Your episode was immensely popular with our uh, my listeners. So uh, yeah, of course, I want to get you back. And also for selfish reasons, because I've, thanks to you, joined Instagram and I need to know more about it. And I know that you know when I've been talking in my circles, um, other coaches are really curious about how to actually leverage Instagram to grow their coaching business and, and their brand as well. So. That's what we're going to talk about today. I'm so excited.
1: Me too. Can't wait.
0: Okay. So for the newbies who, who don't even really know what it is, or maybe if they probably heard the word, can you just, in a real nutshell, just kind of say, what is Instagram? Okay. So Instagram started as essentially
1: just a photo sharing app it was kind of a replacement for uh Flickr, if anyone's familiar with Flickr. but it has evolved a lot from there it has now obviously like everything else on social media become a business platform that you need to be taking notice of but it is highly visual that's what you need to remember so it's uh unlike facebook in the sense of it's not so much um Articles that people are scrolling through you've got to grab them with an image So that is your visual platform. If you think of it that way. That's probably Ooh, the, the. I
0: like that Visual I'm taking notes okay. Visual, So okay, so Instagram everybody photo sharing platform a visual platform I think that's a great little nutshell kind of catchphrase that we can use to to sort of um, Differentiate Instagram from the other social media. things.
1: Yeah, it's definitely okay. the most visual of the platforms.
0: Excellent, now, wh- I know that you in the first presentation where I, I saw you speak, michelle you you gave some great stats about why Instagram is so important for people, especially business owners, these days. Could you um, kind of reiterate that why is Instagram so important these days to be to be active in? Okay, the number one for you guys to
1: know is that, and this will probably blow your mind because I know when I heard it my socks blew off um, it is fifty four times as engaging as Facebook, doesn't that just?
0: like your skirt fly up
1: when it's green. <laughs>
0: like
1: woo! 54 times the engagement so that's the only reason you need if you're a business owner and you're not on instagram you're wasting that opportunity
0: okay okay so that is where people are hanging out mm-hmm. I, one thing that i've found since i've you know bravely installed it and just, you know, start, I'm, you know, connected with my Facebook friends at first, but it's it's really easy to flick through and just like stuff and and connect in that little heart kind of way with people. Um, I like how easy it is to use. Facebook is different and it sucks you in, in a, in a different way.
1: (laughs) It's not a stat, but that's you've led nicely into the most important reason for businesses to be on Facebook, uh, on Instagram rather. Um, with Facebook, as you know, your newsfeed can look quite cluttered and there's a lot going on. There's not just the one column, you've got all this other stuff, favorites and groups and everything else. Mm. That's the beauty of Instagram. It's so simple. All you're scrolling through is one image after another image after another image. So it's really simple. So even though you may have exposure to a smaller number of audience members for your business, they are a lot more likely to have exposure to you because it's such a simple layout and there's only one thing going on. So there's nothing else distracting them. So that's the important thing for you guys to think about is maybe a smaller number, but far more engaged than Facebook.
0: Okay. Yeah. And and engagement is so important. It's Yeah. The thing I'm loving about it is I'm able to connect with these people who are, you know, posting every something every day and just like their photo or leave a little comment, Mm -hmm. you know, getting to sort of spread a lot of love and a lot of my energy with people that I just normally wouldn't have connected with because it would have been too hard. So yeah, it really makes it. That exactly is the beauty
1: of social media. I think you said something to me when we were talking in the lead up to the show today that really um, struck home is that a lot of people see social media as very, or they've become very cynical about social media Mm. Um, and it's, it's all a bit big brotherish and everyone knows everything about you. Um, hello, Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of people have become really cynical. And what Instagram in particular will give you back is exactly what you're saying. It reinforces the beautiful social nature of social media. Because so even though you're doing it for business, it's supposed to be relationship building and the having of conversations. It's not one-sided blasting of stuff. Mm. And Instagram is beautiful for that because you grab them with an image, something beautiful can be a selfie, can be whatever. I will go into that more a bit later on. But um, so you grab them with an image and then you've got a chance to say something meaningful and get something meaningful in return, even if it is just a like. But what you'll find on Instagram, if you do it right, is that you'll actually get more than likes. You'll get some fantastic comments and feedback from your potential clients, which is so valuable. So mm. that's the beauty of Instagram right mm. there in a nutshell.
0: I know that your 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 um, tribe, Michelle, really leaves some nice comments on on your posts, which are very thoughtful and um, and you know with beautiful images, of course. Um, yeah, it's really nice to see, and it's really nice to sort of just be a part of. So I'm really feeling the love in a different way on Instagram that I didn't really feel before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway, so let's get to the next question. We kind of touched on this, but let's maybe um, we can give a, a bit of a list. But in your experience, what are the co- some of the most common excuses that you're hearing from business owners about why they're not on Instagram?
1: Okay. Number one is just that they just really don't understand it. It's yeah. Everyone's kind of got their head around Facebook now and we've had that for a few years and everyone's worked it out. Instagram just seems to be a bit foreign. And I must admit, even for me, um, you know, I only started using Instagram not so long ago because until I was doing uh, social media strategy as a living, I just focused on Facebook because it was all personal stuff and, you know, everyone got that. So I can totally relate to where people are coming from, to it being a little bit foreign. They sort of just think, well, I don't really know how that works. Mm, um, that, was, and that was me. you know. Yeah. It's a big stumbling block because no one likes to be first on the dance floor. You don't want to look like you're the only one out there not knowing what you're doing. So.
0: <laughs> oh gosh, you should see my first Instagram post. I'd like, I have to post something. It was a very humid day. I have this like fro going on in my hair. <laughs> I'm making the worst face and I didn't know how to use filters, but it's me making a goofy face with my thumbs up. Like I finally did it guys. People have been telling me like for two years, been angry on Instagram. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway that's that's an awesome first post because it says everything you needed to say i'm here i've made it i've done it i've got
1: my first
0: post it was an instagram version that was my first shot
1: yeah you gotta (laughs) start somewhere
0: yeah yeah but really cool but i think that the cool thing is like actually some of the goofy faces that i'm making and you know when i just kind of let my personality shine they they are really appreciated in that in that forum which is really nice it's um you know it really nurtures my authentic self which is cool Mm -hmm. And that's what Instagram is perfect for is just showing some of that
1: behind the scenes, personality, this is who I am, this is who you get if you're going to work with me stuff that people really want to see. And it's fun and it's instantaneous and it's off the cuff and it's much more real than a lot of other social media platforms. And I think that's the big attraction for your potential clients. Yeah, um, yeah. they can see a different side of you
0: very cool. Okay, so what um, as a as a, a an Instagram business user yourself, what are some of the cool trends that you're noticing people doing with Instagram right now? Well, there's a few and some of them they're kind of different
1: aspects. So I'll talk first about um, your Instagram feed, which is when you go on Instagram and you're looking at what's essentially the equivalent of your newsfeed on Facebook. So you're seeing one image after another, after another from all the different people that you follow. Um, if you click on a username, you go over to what's called their feed, which is where you can go back and see all of their posts. And so the feed creates an overall look and feel to their account. Mm. And so this is, um, there's lots of new trends happening in this and you can sort of just pick up what you like and try them for yourself and experiment a little bit. Cause this is the thing, all social media should be a fun experiment. Don't ever take it too seriously. It is just social media after all. So experiment, have fun. But one of the, there's a couple of trends in feeds I've noticed happening. One of them, which I wouldn't necessarily recommend, I think it's a bit overdone now, but what people are doing is they're planning their feed. So they're choosing colour schemes and they might have, every second post will be a picture of them doing something and every other second post will be a quote it's on the same colour background with the same font. So it ends up looking like a checkerboard pattern when you look at their overall feed, which is cute, but it's becoming quite overdone. So that's the only thing to watch is try it, but you'll quickly work out what your audience likes and what they don't. They'll respond well or not so well to different things that you're trying. But try everything, see what resonates with you. That's one. So your checkerboard, you know, planning every second post of a selfie, every other post of a piece of advice or a quote or something that's on like a plain colored background. So that's one. The other one, which uh, I just tried and actually was quite fun is that you split one image into either three, six or nine segments. And there's some free online tools that do this. And then, so for three, six or nine posts in a row, you're posting a piece of that image. So what it does is it builds up over a few days. Mm -hmm. And if people start to get what you're doing, they'll keep coming back to find out what the image is at the end. So mine was of a vintage alarm clock with, of course, my signature colour red on it. And so over nine posts, over three days, I built up the image. And it also gives you a good place to go with your words on your posts because there's some kind of a theme running through it. So it actually gives you some good prompts of what to talk about. So that's another trend that's happening. It's not as popular, so now is probably a good time to jump in on that one and be one of the early adopters. Um, And then the other one is it's a much more real style. So it's very raw. It looks like there's absolutely no planning because some people have just completely rejected planning their feed at all. They're like, no, I don't want to do that. It's not me. Everyone else is doing that. So that's the other thing. You can be completely and utterly off the cuff. Oh, Whatever's in what your I'm heart. Doing. <laughs> you know, and It's like all social media. You have to find what your style is, what resonates mm-hmm. with you because whatever resonates with you is going to resonate with your potential clients. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be yourself all the time. It's what I say to people. You might sometimes want to be a more polished version of yourself on video, for example, but when you're doing things like Instagram, it's a chance to be totally off the cuff and really show your personality and weave it in there. So it's up to you. There's kind of those three different styles going on right now.
0: Love that. That's great Intel. Thank you. Okay. How can a coach and let's say probably some of our listeners will have been on Instagram for a long time. Some of them have not even, you know, installed it on their phone yet. Mm -hmm. Some of them um, maybe are like where I am. I've just installed it like a month ago and I'm just kind of posting random stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, how, How can a coach really start to, to, to benefit, you know, start to actually capitalize on Instagram as a, as a business building tool. So
1: the thing that you need to know about Instagram is when you first get on, I think that you're doing exactly the right thing. You just want to experiment, put some stuff up there, see how you feel about it and what feels right to you. Then once you've been on there for a few weeks and you've done some posts and you've sort of got a feel for what you like about it, um, then you want to start building. Um, So the way that you do this is using hashtags, which I'm sure everyone knows what a hashtag is, but most people when it comes to Instagram are completely lost as to how to use
0: them. That's me. So yeah,
1: let's hear about hashtags, please. Yeah, I, think, I think it's a biggie. It's a very, very common thing that comes up whenever I'm talking to anyone about Instagram. Mm. So number one piece of advice, if you're there for business and you're building, which we all are, you absolutely, absolutely not negotiably have to use hashtags. It is not an option. Well, it is, but you won't get anywhere. So if you want to build, use hashtags. Number one piece of advice. Love it. Uh, number two thing about hashtags is... You have to think of it like keyword research. So when you were all building your websites and you had to do your keyword research, because so you wanted people to find you on Google, it's quite similar. So you have to think about what kind of words are people going to be looking for if they're looking for my services, because the hashtags are like your keywords. So that's how you look at them. And if you start to think of it in those terms, then you'll start to build a bit of a strategy for yourself around what kind of things you want to say with your hashtags and ha- what, It helps you have the right kind of people find you. Mm. So it's about bringing people into you through the hashtags because people do search for hashtags. They do follow particular hashtags, and that is how they'll find you.
0: Okay. So can you give us some examples? Um, What could be... Uh, I don't know if you'd want to do your business or you want to take a hypothetical coaching business. Um, How, and what some, some, just some examples of some hashtags are so for people who are like brand new to this. Yeah,
1: sure. So if you're a uh, spiritual guidance coach, let's say,
0: and you're helping people
1: find their inner strength through spirituality or whatever. So you might look at things like you'd sit there and go, okay, so if I was a person looking for someone who could help me find my inner spiritual Mojo, what would I search for in Instagram or what would I search for on Google? Similar thing. Mm -hmm. So you might obviously go for the obvious ones like spirituality and then variations of that word. So spirituality, spirit, spirit guidance, spirit coach, coaching. So you can see that you start to, you've got some more general ones in there like coach, but then you narrow it down a little bit too to your type of coaching. So you just have to put your hat on of your client or your potential client and start to think. What would they be looking for if they were searching for my services on Instagram? And that's how you start to build your hashtag uh, library. The other thing to know about hashtags is that unlike on uh, Facebook, for example, where a few is good but you don't want too many, hashtags on Instagram are to be used uh what's the word i'm looking for voraciously comes to mind but i'm not sure that's the right one anyway, i love it i love it you, you have I'm up really to 30 hashtags to use on each post and you should use all of them if you can find good ones don't use them just because so what i would advise is start small have a handful maybe 5 or 6 mm-hmm. that like that makes sense to you for what people might be looking for so on your first few posts don't go crazy just do one or two or three or five or six whatever you feel comfortable with but start small and then Do that for a few weeks, start to see who's finding you because you should go in and check your followers every day and just say, you know, see who's in there and check them out. Like I'm always doing a bit of follower stalking and I go and have a look at their accounts and see what they, what they do and who they are and what they like. And you'll start to see who's coming to you from those hashtags. So then you can adjust because it's like everything in social media, you should be constantly experimenting and adjusting. So after you've been doing this for a little while and you look and you go, Oh, Okay, so that hashtag that I used, which was online business, maybe it's bringing me all these spammy people who are in the get rich quick schemes and I'm not really interested. So you might drop that hashtag because it's not bringing you the right people anyway. Mm. So you can start to get a picture of who's coming to you and then you just adjust accordingly. So you try some new ones and and the way you do this to find new ones to try is that you start stalking your followers and their followers. And you look at what hashtags they're using like, you know, it's competitor research 101 you go see what everyone else is doing and What's working for them and especially their followers. So you check out you start with your followers if they've got a big Following like, you know tens of thousands. They're doing something right So you start to check out who's following them and you start to look at what hashtags they're using because if they're the people you want to work with if they've got the same kind of audience then don't reinvent the wheel. Just you know, use what they're using. Try some of their hashtags one or two at a time. See who starts coming to you from those hashtags. If you like who's coming to you, keep them. If you don't, toss them and find a new one. So just keep experimenting, adding, changing all the time. Um, and you'll start to build a really good following because the right kind of people will be finding you through those hashtags.
0: Awesome. Okay. A couple of questions came up for me with that. Um, how do you decide who you should follow? Well, it's like everything. There's lots of
1: schools of thought, but my take on everything social media and especially Instagram is you don't want anything that's remotely spammy. I don't care who follows me. I will not follow them back unless I'm genuinely interested in what they're doing. And it might be someone I'd like to work with. So that's my criteria. You can build your own, but I just feel like that's a much more genuine way to do things Mm -hmm. um, because what you'll find here's a little tip here's, this has just brought up something for me this is trust me at some point you will start obsessing over this when you when you get any kind of following and you're watching your numbers and you're getting all excited you're getting close to 100 for example like that's your first milestone you'll be like oh my gosh i'm at 99 it's getting over 100 and then it'll go down and you'll just sit there scratching your head going oh my gosh what am i doing wrong what am i doing wrong no one likes me anymore and it will play with your mind i guarantee <laughs> it will play with your mind because it happens to all of us when that happens stop looking at the numbers get off the numbers because what you'll find is there's this very spammy but very popular thing called follow unfollow it's a strategy i don't personally like it but a lot of people use it and what happens is you'll get all of the people who come and follow you because all they want is for you to follow them back and when you haven't after a couple of days they'll drop you like a hot potato so that's why your numbers dip and rise But it's like anything, you want to look at it over time. Are your numbers going up over a month? Great. Then forget about it day to day. It doesn't matter because what's happening is you're getting a lot of follow, unfollow people. And they'll do it to you multiple times. If you look at it every day just to see who your followers are, you'll start to see the same names popping up. And sometimes if you're feeling really brave, you can pop over to one of their posts and go, could you please stop following, unfollowing me? We're done. (laughs) <laughs> don't be don't be afraid to, to to name and shame really because they're spammy you don't want them following you anyway so okay
0: you know. well i think i think that's really good advice too just in general for especially for coaches a lot of um what i'm hearing is you know people are feeling overwhelmed there's so much to do you know in developing your products and getting all your online stuff together and you know getting clients and la 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 and you know obsessively tracking your, your Instagram yeah. is not something you need to be spending your no, time Oh, No, definitely. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. You know, so doing your posts and then, you know, checking your numbers once a month, that sounds really healthy. <laughs> I love well, that. I look at it a bit like weight loss advice. It's so
1: overwhelming and there's so much out there and who the heck do you work out who's telling you the truth? Yeah. So that's, I, I see myself as this. I'm, I'm the social media version of the real weight loss advice person. I'm going to tell you to stop following all the shiny objects Mm. all the gurus out there and just listen to some real advice. Don't follow the numbers obsessively and don't worry about the algorithms because you'll hear about algorithms to do with Instagram too, because you know, Facebook owns Instagram. Um, So there, there is an algorithm. I couldn't even tell you what the algorithms do. I don't pay any attention to them, which might fly in the face of so much advice you've heard, but, I think because if you if you try and if you spend your whole life trying to hack the algorithms then you're going to fall for every spammy trick in the book and it's not going to work for you anyway. The number one thing to remember on any social media platform is who cares what the algorithm says if you are giving genuine value and real content and you're consistently showing up as you it will trump any algorithm any day of the week, you will always win in the long run. It may take you a bit longer than the spammy practices, but you will end up with a real following of real people who actually care about what you're doing. And that's what you want.
0: Oh, my gosh, Michelle, I just got goosebumps. Beautiful. (laughs) And that is why, you know, I love your work and your message so much is because I love that you're bringing this to the table. You're here for the long game, and here to create real value. And I think that, you know, that's what coaches are here for, too. So, um, yeah, I'm so glad that I found you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> thank you for sharing that okay i hope everybody heard that and it resonated with them in the same way that uh maybe you got goosebumps too if you did please leave some in the comments we'd love to hear it say goosebumps in the comments <laughs> yeah yeah goosebumps okay um okay so let's see that was a, a let's see we were talking about um how could, no, we were talking about the process, I guess to you know depending no matter where you are in your Instagram journey as a business owner, um what are some of the steps? So the first one was to experiment and then the second one, which we spent a lot of time on, was to start building and especially around your hashtags and yeah. i think you gave a lot of gold right there, I know I was just taking frantic notes. <laughs> With that. And then we, we diverged a little bit into who to follow. Um, another, maybe you want to add another step, but before we do that, um, some people might, you know, who haven't quite gone into the, uh, into this yet, or who are, you know, thinking about taking it to the next level might be asking themselves the question as I am, you know, do you go with your name or do you go with your business name? Do you, what is your advice there?
1: If you're using it for business, I highly recommend going with your business name and for coaching often, of course, that's the same name. So if your coaching practice is your name, do that, but put coaching on the end of it, whatever your business name is, I recommend using that. Um, you can have a personal account for personal stuff like you do on Facebook, but let's keep this one with your business name, but definitely on your profile, it has to be a picture of you. Do not put your logo, put yourself. Got it. Uh, and why is that? Because you need that connection. It's all about human connection and nobody wants to talk to a logo. It's too corporate and it's <laughs> yeah. very passe. No one's doing that anymore. So put yourself out there. Um, I would recommend using the same picture on all of your social media profiles. So find one you like of yourself and use it across all of them because, people, because what you want is for people to follow all of your accounts, not just Instagram and not just Facebook. So you want them to follow all of your accounts. So use the same picture so they start to go, oh, I recognize her. Yep, I know her. So it's a simple little thing that just builds consistency
0: cool okay excellent so i might need to rethink mine because i'm currently i've got a personal account so i need to um change it to my business thing which sounds like an exciting and fun experiment i'm excited it
1: is, it is supposed to be exciting and fun so that's good yeah,
0: i love that I, I actually circled that when you said it like <laughs> all
1: social media must be fun and a, a fun sure, yeah.
0: experiment because if that. it's not you've got enough serious stuff going
1: on in your business if you yeah. aren't having some fun with this then drop it like a hot potato I love it's it. It's not love going it. to work. If you're not having fun, no one's going to have fun following you either.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and it, it is really fun. I mean, with Instagram. I know every time I m- meet or meet someone or go to a workshop or do something, you know, that's in the coaching space, I just snap, a sh- make sure I take a photo of a yes. person or their presentation or something. And it's such a beautiful way to share and just to sort of share that energy of all this, co- you know, cool people that I'm meeting. I mm-hmm. love it. It's really enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, I'm like kicking myself when I forget to take a photo. I'm like, Oh man. Which I
1: have to, confession time, oh. hello, the social media queen here. I often forget to take selfies <laughs> with people. If it wasn't for people remembering remember to take them with me, I would be bereft of a lot of good selfie images. <laughs> Put that on your number one thing to do. Remember to take pictures of you everywhere.
0: Everywhere, it's it's important. Um, Okay, for some of I know that um, a common thing that comes up when you talk about you know taking pictures of yourself and selfies and your life, blah blah. You know this whole thing about being uh, oh gosh, what's the word? Uh, I don't know, egotistical or self-centered. Or do you want to? Do you have anything you want to say about that? Oh yes, my word, yes. I have. I always have my two
1: cents worth to put in. You should know that. (laughs) I do. (laughs) Here is my two cents on this. Um, It is absolutely not, and you need to get over yourself because you are serving your clients, and they want to know who you are so it's got nothing to do with ego it's got nothing to do with narcissism or any of that um, and this was a battle I had with myself I'm sure everyone does my oh my god I don't want to be selfies I don't have my makeup on I don't look perfect mm. who cares get over yourself people just want to see you and they love the behind-the-scenes stuff so if you are meeting up with somebody to talk about whatever snap a photo mention the cafe give them a plug because you know it's nice to be a good global citizen and give everyone else a plug that you can along the way Mm. so find their uh instagram handle and tag them in the post because they'll love it and it gets you more good karma as well so yes get over yourself it's not about you it's about your clients seeing who you are behind the scenes and it will help all of you it helps
0: you connect with them and that's what you want to do Excellent. Okay, Michelle, that those were kind of my my main questions because of what I really wanted to do with this episode is wet coaches' appetite about the potential of Instagram. I have definitely been sold I mean I've gone from just a completely uninterested skeptic to being totally hooked and I'm loving the karma and the energy that it's awesome. creating um, so I hope that it's done that for the listeners too you know really whetted your appetite about Instagram I know that you're soon going to put on a, an Instagram course and I, I'm going to be your first buyer <laughs> 30 day like just walk me through all the stuff in a like really easy gentle way I'm really excited about that
1: yeah I'm um, so excited about that because there's been so much um need for it and people keep saying to me i want more i want more i want more so i am in the throes right now of bringing you something very exciting um yes it will be 30 days potentially it's going to be something like instagram uh what were we saying we talked virgin to virgin to vixen (laughs) we're thinking something catchy so that's what we're aiming for so i'm really excited about that so yes keep your ears peeled um yeah. And we'll let you know when that's well, available.
0: And I'll make sure too that, um, b- because I know the course is in progress right now, but it's going to be ready soon. Um, that we'll put the link to that in the show notes too for listeners. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, people do listen to this way after we've recorded it. And I want to yeah. make sure they've got access to that brilliant material. Mm-hmm. Um, they've fallen in love with your style as I have. Lovely. All right. Michelle. Yes. There is one thing, one takeaway or action that you could that you could get every listener to do um, as a result of having listened to um, this episode today what would that be
1: okay i think the number one thing that you need to do is just get on instagram and start playing remember it's a fun social experiment love it
0: love the succinctness too (laughs) okay how can listeners uh, more, learn more about you and, and your work? The best way is to come
1: and join the most fabulous group of Bossy Girls on the internet at the Bossy Girls Social Club on Facebook, which you can find at www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Bossy Girls Social Club. We would love to have you there. They are the most amazing group of women I've ever come across. So do yourself a favor and pop on over.
0: Yeah, it's a great group. I'm a member of that group. And anytime I get a social media question, it's, it's awesome that I know to, to go there and post that and always get great information. And the vibe is just really welcoming and supportive as well. Okay. <sighs>
1: <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> it was so fun. I'm glad you asked me back.
0: Yeah, it was a really great episode. Um, really excited to get this one out. Thank you, Michelle, so much for being my guest on the show. I have a feeling that we will probably be talking again when you come up to your, your next social media um, uh, quest conquest. <laughs> Anytime. It's my absolute pleasure. I love coming on your show. <laughs> awesome. And thank you, listeners. As always, for listening to Coach Pep Talk, I hope you enjoyed it and have as much fun with this show as we do. Um, Please be sure to go over to to iTunes and like this episode. That will be awesome for Michelle and I and good karma for the universe in supporting this brilliant work. All right, everyone. Have a great day and happy coaching.